Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Mighty Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our understanding. Give us wisdom and revelation into your will and your plan for our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. All right, you may be seated. All right. Just a quick um, discourse, and then we move from there. Amen. Acts chapter 2, reading from 41 through to 47. Bible says that, Then they that, were, they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfastly. May God give us people who will continue steadfastly with the Lord. In the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayer, and fear came upon every soul. There must be fear in the church. Amen. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men, as every man had need. Amen. We need this type of church. Amen. Yeah, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking of bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all men. The Lord added unto them daily such as should be saved. Amen. One of the statements here that jumps at me is, they continuing daily with one accord. Hallelujah. Results come when you do things persistently and consistently. You missed a good place to say amen. amen. You get results when you do things consistently and persistently. When you continue in them. Hallelujah. Talking about prayer, Acts 1, 14, the Bible says, and these continued. Sometimes we are good at starting things, but when we start it, then we stop along the way. When we start after some time, we just give up on the way. We become tired. We give up. We stop. Many things, not just church things. Even you start studying. You just registered. Eco 101. You just do two, three weeks. Hard work. You came from home with your mother's advice. Study hard, my son. The whole village is depending on you. And you start to study for one month. After one month, you meet another friend who has just come from Johannesburg. He went to UJ. 
and he dropped out. And he has come to start again at um, UKZN. And then, I mean, you go and join yourself to such a one. Then you stop studying. Now you are into reggae music. Instead of studying Lucky, Lucky Dubai. Yeah. Do you see? Now you are into Lucky Dubai. You are listening to, uh, what do you call it? What are some of Dubai's songs? Or now you are into Brenda Farsi, Weekend Special. Which one is? They can't build no schools anymore. All they build is prison, prison. They won't build no schools anymore. All they build is prison, prison. That's Lucky Dubey. That's what you are into, so you have stopped studying. Now you don't even sleep in your room. Your roommate has not seen you for three days. But continue in the good work you have started. That's what brings good results. Amen. So let us continue in what we have started. And like we are saying, we are pressing on with. But sometimes one of the reasons why we stop doing what we are doing is just a little success. A little success. You just do something, it works. Then we are now on holiday. No, that, because it has worked, that's why you should do it even more. I need one month leave because swollen Sunday. Hey, stop that naughtiness. <laughs> Only one swollen Sunday. You want one month off. 44 people came from your church, so one month off. Rise up and start working. It's because of the 44. That's why you have to press on to 88. If you think 44 is nice, try 88. If you think 88 is nice, try 144. Press on. Church of God, let us press on. Hallelujah. So we are continuing with this, our search to make Bacentes grow. And I started to give you some keys. Number one, I said prayer. What we are doing is a spiritual thing. If you don't pray, it won't grow. Should I say it again? No prayer, no growth. If you don't pray, it won't grow. But if you don't pray, DUT will never grow. It will be like a dwarf. Even a dwarf will be bigger and taller than DUT. We can put your prayer life here and put DUT here. We'll know how much you pray. Yeah. And when I talk about prayer, prayer for DUT. I have a prayer chain with people. They come in, out. They say they are praying. They are praying for themselves. I said, look, pray for yourself in your own time. I ask you here to come and pray for the church. Now you are coming to pray for your school fees. You are the reason why NASFAS has delayed. You are praying for NASFAS at the wrong time. Yeah, you are praying amiss because at that time, the angel who's there is into church growth. He doesn't know NASFAS from anywhere. So even the type of scriptures you are using to pray, he doesn't use them. He's into church growth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So let, let's continue in prayer. I said Acts 1.14 says, and these continued in prayer. So let's continue in prayer. I shared with you many things about prayer. I don't want to go. I think next week I'll come to a part that has to do with prayer again. So let's go on. Number two, I said evangelism. 
Jesus said, go ye therefore and make disciples of your own. If you don't go, nobody will come. All the people you saw here on Sunday, people had to go and bring them in. They didn't come by themselves. Somebody went to bring them. Can I get an amen? Somebody went to bring them. And I want to say a big God bless you to all of you who made an effort for this Sunday's program. Yeah. We saw the results here and you will see the rewards in your life. So I said evangelism. God wants his house to be full. Luke 14, 23, the Bible says, And the servant said unto, the Lord said unto his servant, Go ye into the highways and the byways, and force them to come in. Why? That my house may be full. So God wants his house to be full. God wants your basenta to be full. Yeah, today I heard somebody telling me about their basenta, how that it has increased now. They, it's like it's spread into another group. Now there are three groups. She's now dealing with the harmony of the group. I say, yes, that's a good problem. That's the problems we want to have. That the thing is growing and now we have to deal with it. Do you see it? Uh-huh. And it's not a strange thing because in Acts chapter 6, Bible says the disciples were multiplied. And when the disciples were multiplied, complaints started to come. When people become a lot, that's the next thing. So you have all, that's where your leadership is also tested, how to manage the people. Amen. If Adam could keep keep the cat and the pigeon in the same act, do you get it? The mouse and the cat, Tom and Jerry, in the same act, you can keep these two fat ladies in the basenta and it will work. Amen. Key number three, teaching. 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 Very important. Teaching. Teaching. Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. Let's read from verse 1. In those days when the number of disciples were multiplied, there arose a memory between the Grecians against the Hebrews. The Corsairs and the Zulus were having problems. Because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Say, so you didn't visit me, you didn't call me, you didn't, that was the problem. No problem. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, It is not reason, it's not good that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Number three. Wherefore, Brethren, look ye among, out among ye seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, who we may appoint over this business. Verse 4. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Verse 5. And this saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip. And this other guy, and this other guy, and Timon and Pumba, they chose all of these people. Verse (laughs) 6. Whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. Verse 7 is a scripture we are looking for. And the word of God increased. And there was more teaching, more word, more teaching, more word, more teaching, more word. Immediately, look at what happened. The number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. 
the effect of the word increasing in the people led to a multiplication of the number of disciples. Now, the word disciples means followers. So, the number of followers, the number of Basenta members, the number of people who went to Basenta meetings and church services increased. You see, from the Acts chapter 2, God was adding to the church. But here, God was multiplying the church. If you have done a little mass, you know that addition and multiplication, they all bring increase, but it's a different type of increase. Somebody can say addition is slow motion forward, but multiplication is fast motion forward. Addition, one plus one is two. Two plus two is four. But multiplication, two, two times two, four. Two times three, then we are going up. Then it's increasing at an exponential rate. Do you get it? So, as soon as the word of God came in, you see, before it was prayer, but when the word of God now also went into the people, now the increase was, in, was, was, was by a multiplier. It was increasing exponentially. It was just increasing. So, if you see a church that is not growing, maybe teaching is not going in. If you don't teach the people, they won't grow. So if you are running your church in your house, which is the bar center, you have to teach the people. There are many things people don't know from the word of God to everyday things. I have to teach my church members to listen to me when I'm preaching. You would have thought that automatically when people come to church, they'll just listen when you are preaching. When they come to church, you know, back in the day, the church used to be a free Wi-Fi something. People come and then they will be, I close the Wi-Fi. I said, no more Wi-Fi, please. No more. This is not UKZN. No more Wi-Fi. Yeah. Even if there's a Wi-Fi, every day we'll change the password. Because when they come to church, instead of focusing on, you'll be surprised that you are preaching. Somebody sitting close to the media table is watching pornography with your Wi-Fi. With church Wi-Fi. Can you imagine? You don't fear God. They, they are WhatsApping, they are texting, they are even arguing. They are having an argument on the phone whilst you are preaching. So I had to intentionally teach them one by one. I'm teaching you, can't be on your phone. Hey, you'll be so surprised. And I'm watching everybody like a hawk. See you pressing your phone. I, 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 I count the number of times you press and the sentence I gave. If it's more than that, it means you are not writing notes. No, 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 you are not writing notes. Just said, I said, go. You have been typing now uh, 30 seconds. Which type of go are you spelling? How do you say go in, in Zulu? Hamba, five letters. Ah, maximum. Even if you are writing Chinese, it's just one sign. Go. G and O. You can't type it in, in two seconds. I see you looking at the thing to me. I say, hey, you over there. What are you doing over there? I have to teach them. I have to even teach them, when I'm preaching, don't be moving around. Yeah, when I left here just two weeks, three when I can, saw people are trying to run around. I say, hey, stop that rub, sit down. I say, hey, the guy is back. I say, yes, that's how it is. You have to, everything you have to teach people. Without teaching, people will not follow. Because they have no idea what you are trying to do. You would think that it's obvious, but it's not obvious. I'm surprised that you of all people think that it's obvious. Because I remember when you came. In one 40 minutes preaching, you can go and we wee three times. And 
fall asleep twice. Hey, each time you will, you come, you fall asleep. Then you go and we again. Hey, I have to teach you that lesson. Keep it in. Keep it in. You have to teach people. If you don't teach people, they won't follow. Amen. And more importantly, you have to teach people the word of God. You have to teach them. So a basenta leader who's not ready to teach his people, I don't know what you are doing. You are forming a social club. You always come and talk about dresses. Have you seen the latest shoe that is in town? It's a, 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 a Giorgio, Giorgio, <laughs> Giorgio Armani. We don't even know that it's Giorgio Armani. It's you have to tell us. It has diamonds. Under the jewelry is under the shoe. You see those shoes with the red under. We don't see because you are always on the ground. We don't even see. You're always talking about Game of Thrones. That's all you can discuss with them. They will not grow. It's just a matter of time. When somebody comes with a game that the throne is bigger than yours, they'll just go and follow their person. Yeah. Yeah. You have to teach them. So, Basenta leaders who shy away from teaching their sheep. I wonder what you are. You don't want to teach. You don't want to learn to teach and to teach. How are they going to grow? But when the teaching goes in, even those you have become stable. Before they become fruitful, because fruitfulness is part of growing up. So, as they are growing up in their understanding of God's word, the next thing they are forced to do is to bring forth fruit. Is to bring forth fruit. So you are not teaching them, yet you are demanding fruit of them. It's not possible. It's against nature. It's against nature. Until you grow. You have, been seen, have you seen children also having children before? Two year old has had a child and one year old. It's not possible. They have to grow. Medically, it's not possible. They have to grow and develop some features. You to teach them and let them grow spiritually. Let them grow up in the word. As they grow up in the word, when you tell them that, look, a Christian must be fruitful, they understand. I mean, I preached in a church not so long ago. I was talking to them that, about why you must be fruitful. Now, I look at them, I saw that spiritually they are light. Yes, spiritually they are empty, just full of gas or air. Yeah, so they couldn't even understand what is this that they are talking about. Fruitful. Fruitful is the pastor. Fruitful pastor. Yeah, so as I was preaching, they were all looking at me. They were trying to point, preach to the guy. And I said, no, you have to be fruitful. So they didn't even understand that they must be fruitful. I preach in a church. As you are preaching, they are all just moving around like, I mean, like they are not interested. Then as you are preaching, I see you going for it. Then all of them will come alive. They are not interested in the word of God. I told the pastor, you are in a very dangerous church, like a time bomb. It's going to blow out like that. Boom. In one year when I left, the, the church split twice. Yeah. The praise and worship leader sang a song and he, she marched a group out of, a singing group out of the church. And when I was there, you see, the present worship leader did something. And I corrected her. When I corrected her, I saw the look on her face. When I saw her, I told my assistant that this woman is a dangerous woman. 
I just saw from the correction. I said, this is why it's a dangerous one. But when you are visiting preachers, not everything you can say. So you just move on. Amen. Just move on. Let us continue with the Lord and love you and be great. Then I move forward. But I told my assistant, this woman is a dangerous woman. It wasn't long. When she raised a song. Ugamale kosi malibongwe mali ma no no I don't want malibongwe the other one woza woza melewa woza woza me iche kosi ami iche iche kosi then he, she started to select the few iche then she was select iche as soon as Woza, 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 meliwa. And she collected them and took them out of the church. Please go and hamba, hamba. Hamba to sit down. Kalapansi. Kalapansi, super glue pansy here. You are going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I could feel it because the people were not interested in the word of God. Interested in the word of God. Even you as the Basenta leader, it's through teaching your people the word of God that you will see those who are interested in God or they've just found a place to wear their nice clothes to come to. Because when people come to church, the motives are different. Sometimes they are looking for a guy. They've just seen one guy in the church. He looks unoccupied. I mean, he, 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 sometimes even he's occupied, but he's not fully, he looks, he doesn't look fully occupied. They feel that there's a space they can squeeze there. They have looked at the guy closely, they've realized that, oh, he has room for more. He has the capacity to handle more than one or two. That's why they are dressing and coming to church. Yeah. As soon as the brother is not around again, you see they have stopped coming to church. They've gone to pitch their tent somewhere else. So it's even through the word of God that you know those who are serious. Those who are serious. Those who are interested in spiritual things. Because what we are doing is a spiritual thing. We are, Paul said, henceforth, which is from today, I don't want to know anything amongst you except Christ being crucified. I don't want to know it. All I want to know is Christ. He said, my interest in you is spiritual. A spiritual Jesus Christ and him being crucified. That's all. So when you can even use that to test who is serious. Who is not. You have been with a person for one month. I mean you, can, you have not been able to sit down to have a conversation from the Bible with such a person. How do you know that the person is serious? Sometimes people are also looking for a miracle. They are looking for a quick fix. A quick fix. And I believe in miracles. And I see a lot of miracles. Yeah, I've just witnessed one miracle in this last two weeks. So as for miracles, we believe in miracles. But miracles are like things that come, to, are like catalysts. Something that comes to push us forward. But we don't live by it. The Bible doesn't say that man will live on miracles. It says man will live by faith. Jesus said man shall not live on bread by bread and what? And butter alone. But every word, yeah, 
Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. So, you, 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 we, we don't live on miracles. We live on the word of God. Then when we have a spiritual problem and a, a type of problem, then a miracle comes to push us forward. Yeah. Sometimes people are looking for oil to drink. So it is these things that will make you know those who are really serious. Hallelujah. But it, it, is, it, is, it is our responsibility as the shepherds to teach them. To teach them. Now before you can teach, you have to learn. Amen. You have to learn. You don't want to learn. You don't want to read. What are you going to teach? In the water, in the water. Is that what you are going to teach? What are you going to teach? You have to learn to teach. So as a Basenta leader, oh, teaching must be common. Because teaching brings growth. It brings, the word of God brings increase. Even without the word of God, you can't stabilize your members. This church that we read about, there was chaos in the church. Like I showed you in the, the Grecians and the Hebrews, they had a problem. It's always the women. You don't know how they get it. Let me stand fast. In the liberty wherewith Christ has set me free. Yeah, he said the widows, not the men. The Hebrew widows said, because they are widows. Okay, the Hebrews and the Grecians, it was because of the women. So there was already memory. But if they can grow in the word, they grow out of this childishness because memory is a sign of carnality and childishness. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 3, Paul said, I couldn't speak to you as unto spirituals. Now I have to speak to you as babies and canals, which means people who are not spiritual. Then they say, oh, who told you that we are babies? Who told you that? We are kind of said, once there's envy and memory amongst you, you are babies. Once there's, there's envy and strive and division, yeah, yet cannot you walk as men. You are simple, ordinary people. You are babies. You are what? Yeah. Uh, please call that bandana girl for me. Tell her that I'm here. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'm here. Strike one. Yeah, what you have typed is too long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ne? Yeah. So this was the situation in the church. But what brought a solution was the word of God coming in. The word of God coming. Once, the, look, the word of God, go to verse 7, the word of, of Acts. The, when the word says, the number of disciples increased and a great company of priests were obedient to the faith. So it wasn't only members that were raised, but new Basenta leaders came up. New Basenta leaders came up. So you see a Basenta has now given birth to another Basenta leader. Because before, without a Basenta leader, you can't have a Basenta. You can have people, if there's nobody to lead them, they'll just be a group of people and anything that comes will take them astray. So when you get another leader, you can start something. Yeah, so the, the, the number of people increased greatly. Then the, the serious people, the priests, the shepherds also increased. That's why we do camps to teach. Yeah, camps. The few camps, we, we've had about three this year or something like that. The, the ones we have had so far, even I can feel, even Sunday when I was, I was happy that it was the white church people who were sitting. That's why when I went to heaven, the um, 
the Z church people wanted to come to heaven. I said, no, go back to earth. Let the white church people come to heaven with me. Because if you, they, you could feel that now they are, they, their desire for God's word had increased. Yeah. It was even nice to preach around them and to flow because now you can get the flow. Yeah. And that's what is stabilizing what we are doing. Teaching. 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 So, number one, subject yourself to teaching. And number two, as a percentage leader, teach. Teach. Don't shy away from it. Teach. It's better to have four people you can teach than to have ten people you cannot teach. The ten people you cannot teach, they'll disappear very soon. They'll, they'll disappear very soon. Because what are you feeding them? What are you giving to them? How are you keeping them? Except by the word of God. Except by the word of God. So, teach. Teaching is painful. Because sometimes you don't even know whether the people can hear you. The painful part, after if you say, what did we do last week? Uh, a man, a man. Pastor, we did a man. A man. I'm teaching seven great principles of, salva- of salvation. And I'm teaching, man is a spirit. He has a soul. And he lives in a body. In one service, I let them say it about 20 times. When I come back the next day, I say, what did we do last week? Um, Pastor, were we in church last week? I don't know. The, where were we last week? Meanwhile, I saw them in church. Then later, somebody would a man, a man. Pastor, we did a man. A man. <laughs> a man. Then I have to remind them, man is a spirit. Yes! Spirit. Man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. Man is a spirit. <laughs> and when they say yeah like that, you think they are going to continue. Oh, that's where they have ended. A man. It's a spirit. Okay, and then what? He's a spirit. Oh, Bishop, he's a spirit. I said, is that all we did? Yes, a man is a spirit. I said, he has a soul. Yes, 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 yes. True, true, pastor, we did that one too. He has a spirit. He, he has a soul. He has a soul. He has a soul. He has a soul. Hey, so where does he live? Oh, uh, in Bali. <laughs> He lives at Blasi. I said, no, no, no. He lives in the body. Uh-huh. But the body is at Blasi. I said, okay. Hey. Then you have to tell them again like you have not taught them before. You start from zero. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in the body. Like that. Uh-huh. But you try not teaching them and see. You will see what they will be. It's true, they can't remember. They know man, but they don't remember what anything, even where he lived. They don't, but try not teaching them and see. You will see what the, the people will become. You see what the basenta will become. You see what the fellowship will become. Teaching makes people, even teaching brings understanding to people. Many people we have, even not me, all of us, we are like that. What you, you, the, what you don't have today in your life is the absence of something or the presence of something you don't understand. You are not a doctor because you didn't understand 
uh, reproduction, photosynthesis. And which one? I have a tree that I osmosis. Yeah, from a higher something. No, a, a semi through a semi permeable membrane. You couldn't remember the membrane. <laughs> higher from a higher level of concentration to a lower level of concentration through a semi permeable membrane. You couldn't remember. Look at the way you are looking at me. You couldn't remember. That's why you are not a doctor. Mitosis. Meiosis. You couldn't remember. That's why. So all of us at one point or another do not understand something. But if somebody were to explain to us, we'll get a deeper understanding. If you look at the, the guy who, the Ethiopian who um, Philip met, and he was reading the Bible, and Philip asked him, do, the Holy Ghost led Philip to go to and ask him, do you understand what you are reading? He asked Philip, how can I understand? What type of question is this that you are asking me? How can I even understand this thing I'm reading? Except somebody explains to me. So it's there that Philip explained to him that what you are reading, this is what it means. Then he said, oh, is that the case? Then baptize me. If that's the case, baptize me quickly. As soon as they understand, they will respond. They don't respond because they don't understand. That's all. That's why they don't respond. You don't pay your tithe because you don't understand what tithing does in your life. Now, let me bring it to your doorstep. Let me dial your number, 033. You don't pay tithe because you don't understand what tithe does in your life. Yeah, I'm here. I'm on the other side. Yeah. But if you were to understand, nobody would tell you to pay. One pastor, he told me, when I heard about tithes, I wasn't really, really, really paying the tithe. And until one day, I had a phone contract. And when the contract had expired, Vodacom or the Telecom or Escom or all one of these com people, they used some trick to charge me a lot of money. When I saw the money that went, I said, oh, from today, I'll pay my tithe. Yeah, now you understand. Yeah. Until something makes you understand or until somebody explains to you. So a lot of these, your people, they don't understand faithful. I mean, I know people, they've gone to church once. They feel it's okay. Maybe, oh. Let me tell you one story. One day, I was pastoring a church. So we were at a place where there were two churches. We were upstairs. One church was downstairs. Then the church downstairs, they broke a window. We were upstairs because we were closer to God. So they broke a window. <laughs> they broke a window and they didn't say anything. So when they broke the window, the owners of the building said that, no, no, they don't want us there again. So we should move out. I said, oh, move out to where? He said, no, move out. I said, okay. Then they wrote a letter to us. You have been vandalizing our property. It was the first time I heard the word vandalism used towards me. I've never, I mean, vandalism is too strong. I mean, but they said we're vandalizing the property. So we had to find a place. So we found another place and we were moving there. And as we, a church, when you are moving, you have to let all your members know. So we told everybody. Now, this girl, there was one girl. 
there was one girl. When she heard that we were moving, she said, and we are now moving closer to where she lives. She said, why is pastor moving the church without telling me? So somebody told me that. This is what she said. I said, oh, please go and tell her that. One, I'm bringing the church closer to her house. Do you see? And the second thing is that this is the second time I'm moving the church since the last time she came to church. It's not like it's even the first be, the, from the last time she came to church and now I've moved the church two times. So I'm surprised that now she's now hearing that I'm moving the church. This place where they charge us with vandalism, we had been there for eight months, January to August. So we were moving to this new place in September. For that eight months, she had never been to church. But when she heard that the church is moving, why is the church moving? So she considers herself as a of the church. Me. That if the church is going to move, she has to be consulted. Yeah. I'm telling you. that For some of the people, that's their understanding. Some of the people who came to church on Sunday, the, the way the church was powerful to them, it's, it, they feel that it can take them to the end of the year. Unless somebody comes to teach them. Yeah. And to next year, they are okay. Is that clock working? Oh, that time is very good. Let's play on. God has been good. He has stopped time for us. Let me tell you, one day I was taking an offering, special offering. Now, as I was giving the envelopes, a certain girl came forward to collect the envelope. So when she collected the, no, my, my, my interpreter was somewhere there. Those days, my interpreter, he likes moving around too much, so I put him in a box that stand there, don't go anywhere. So I, so I was somewhere here. So the person was coming from this side. Then I told her, oh, give him, give her the envelope. And he didn't want to give her the envelope. I said, oh. So I had to come and say, oh, give her the envelope. And then, so after I asked him that why, he said, oh, pastor, this girl, she should just come to church. First, before we give her our envelope. <laughs> She's just going to waste her envelope. Now, why did he say that? The last time we saw this girl was maybe two years prior to that day when she was coming for the envelope. And from the day she took the envelope up to today, I've not seen her again. This is before 2010 World Cup. This was in 2009. Up to today, I've not seen her again. And the envelope as well. Yeah. You, you get it? So, a lot of people you see around, this is how they understand church. You go um, during Easter or something, once a while. If you don't teach them, hey, every day your basenta will be empty. Some will come for the food. Yeah, foodie food. I said they will come for what? Foodie food. Some will come to your basenta meeting because usually you fry eggs. You fry eggs. No, not quarter, eggs. Yeah, you fry eggs. Eggs is what? Amakanda, ne? Yeah, you, you fry amakanda. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You fry it for them. So when they can't, they see, they say, oh, sunny side up. 
They have even they send you their request in advance before they come. Some say scrambled. Some say sunny side up. Some say uh, omelette. Hey! Even some can tell you that I don't take aromat, just salt. That's all they are coming for. You got to teach them that they grow in the word. When they grow in the word, they become more stable and more fruitful. More stable and more fruitful. More stable and more fruitful. So let us learn to teach our people and let us teach them. Let us teach. Hey, Pastor, me, I don't know anything. You know so much, you just don't know how much you know. Yeah, you just don't know how much you know. You just do not know how much you know, but you know so much. Even from what I've taught you tonight, there's something to teach somebody. Somebody, listen, do you mean you can't tell somebody that without the word of God, you will not understand anything? You need to learn, expose yourself to the word of God so you can understand things. You can't teach somebody this. You can't tell and use this scripture to explain it to somebody. You can't. So rise up and begin to teach the people. They'll become more stable. What does stability do to the growth? It keeps what you have. So that anyone that you bring in is an addition. Anyone that you bring in. It's not like when you bring in one, three go out. Then you bring in two, then one goes out. That doesn't bring growth. It just reduces what you have. So may we become teachers of the word of God to our people. And we will begin to see increase and increase. Increase, folks. I hear that clock is spoiled, so time is up. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Your airtime is finished. Teaching, teaching. Acts two forty two says they continued in the apostles' doctrine, in the apostles' doctrine, in teaching, in teaching. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. That's how growth came to them. As they did that, God added unto them every single day. May God add to what we are doing in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and just thank God for this wonderful opportunity to to expose yourself to the word of God and also be a channel through which the word of God is going out there. Which is through which the word of God is going out there. Begin to pray. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Just thank Him wherever you are. Thank Him right now. Masoma kelaba kemolobo si pakayala mampolaba. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Changing me and changing you. Changing me and We've come with open hearts.
let's sing it one more time. Ancient well, ancient well, ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts, oh, let the ancient words be Father, thank you that you have chosen us to make us conduits, carriers of your word. To spread your word that the word will increase. That the number of disciples will multiply. Lord, let Bacentes grow as we teach. As we teach the word of God. As the word of God goes in, let it bring stability and let it bring increase in our members. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say a louder, amen. amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. I see you becoming a great teacher. I said, I see you becoming a great teacher. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.